Hello, welcome to Tampa Tantrum number nine. I'm Gullin Davis and I'm here to introduce Colin Harmon and Steve Layton. And um, I don't know what we're gonna talk about. So I, can I hand over <laughs> presentation? You're not alone, you're not knowing what we're gonna be talking about because we don't really have a plan today. <laughs> okay. Apart from we have pizza. Good for you. We have beer for me and Gwillem. Yes. We will go more into that in a moment. Why the gentle one doesn't have an egg. And um, we have the world barista champion here for um, a open day. It has been, but I came on the wrong day. It has been. I managed to get Gwillem to come to has been for the first time ever. Yep. And he comes and it's the day before the open day. It was my fault. Ah, oh, God, I didn't know if I was, I was meant to. No, no, it wasn't your fault. Give that away. It was his fault. It was, yeah. It was his fault. It was. Why was it your fault, Colin? Because I told him that it was today. <laughs> you what? Sorry? I told him it was today. Why did you tell him it was today, Colin? Because I'm a twat. <laughs> you, heard it, you heard it here first, you thought it earlier. <laughs> Mr. Um, Harmon is a twat. So I flew back from uh, Holland a day early. Not going to see Stumptown in Amsterdam to visit, and uh, then yeah, that's the kind of pull we have here. So forget Stumptown in Amsterdam. I want to go and see Blake in Stafford. It's got yeah. the same kind of drawer as well, hasn't it? Yeah. I've shown you the sites. I'm I'm the sites. Showing you now. I took them to home base. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and to um, is this um, product placement? Pizza. Yeah, product placement. Yeah. We are proud to be sponsored by Perfect Pizza. Please send us free pizzas. <laughs> and, we, and we went to um, Has Been. Oh, Has Been the original. Show oh, a little clip of that now. Been. Have you got yeah. the clip? Mm. Clip coming up of this is Has Been, how it started in 2000, a small coffee shop in the town centre, which they've made me relive the traumatising memories of. Mm. There's still bodies scattered all around the door. <laughs> get out! <laughs> you can still hear it echoing in the alleyway. Get out, get out! <laughs> Yeah, not, not good times. Well, kind of good times. If you don't Did, do the journey, you don't yes. get to where you're going and all that crap. Yep. So, uh, it wasn't as bad as it could have been. So, why are you here, Colin? Um, well, in, in how many days? Ten days' time? Uh, the Irish Barista Championship? No, the, sorry, the question was more, why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it was more of a metaphorical. It turned up. Yeah. No, no, sorry, go on, please carry on. Uh, so we have the Irish Bristol Championships coming in 10 days time, so myself and Steve have been arguing. Um, I don't think we've argued yet. No, no, we've been working on competition. We, we, had, we had a couple of emails that were, I hate you, I don't want to ever speak to you again. But they but It's been on. easier this year though, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. It has. It's, it's, I think we, ha we had a, an idea fairly early on on the coffee, the direction it was going. And Which I may have tasted today. Yeah, tasted. maybe not the roast. Maybe not the roast, but yeah. yeah. I mean, for me, what I love about barista competition, and I, I am a bit of a barista competition hoe, I kind of hang around on the back of guys like you who's coaching <laughs> but it's like what we've done today with the coffee that it, it wasn't right. Now, if I hadn't have tried that and experimented with that and been able to be 
somebody to show me it wasn't right, I might have done that in the commercial part of it. So, and we know what is the right level for it, which we thought it was originally, but we were just testing parameters, which is yeah. very cool. How did you approach your competition coffee? Um, like this. I knew that was coming. I so knew that that was coming. Just really sort of gently and with respect. Uh-huh. Were you well, from the cupping table? It was found on the cupping table. Really? Yeah. And uh, like so many great coffees <coughs> are. Yep. And we knew. And then Annette roasted it. And we tasted it. And I thought, oh, I can't. No, I don't really like this. And she, she's amazing. She could see straight through. <laughs> she can see through the roasty flavours. <laughs> And I, this is what amazes me with uh, roasters. Yeah. I tasted it and it was sort of fresh from the roast, really. And I thought, no, no, I, it's not tasting the same. It's not going to work. And um, no, she can. It's the, the roasting sort of like puts this fog yeah. over the flavours, and um, roasters can see through that fog and identify the flavours and tell you what flavours are going to appear in sort of say eight to ten days' time. Yeah, it's remarkable. He said this to me the other day. He was like. He said, oh, did you try the copies? And I said, oh, yeah, they're a bit fresh. They're only like two or three days old. I left them open, but they're too fresh. And he goes, ah, yeah, but you're good enough to know what they're, what they're going to be like in 10 days' time. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Hello. Do you know, I think the main reason for that, and I know why Annette will be like that, I think it's the same reason as me, is that when you do a cup of excellence jury, they're roasted the night before. Right. They're brand new in front of you. You've got to see through it. You've got to... <laughs> Isn't that hot? Oh, that's too, yeah. Oh, that's too hot. Oh God, I'm going to get lots of that before that goes. Um, but no, when you're doing a cup of excellence competition, you, you're assessing them at that state where they're really fresh, they're really in your face, and you've got to see through it. Otherwise, you never put anything through. You go too bright, too bright, too bright, too bright, and you dismiss everything. Um, it's, but espresso again is just intensified further. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, we, we we keep saying that, don't we? Though that you know, it's, it shows up every floor mm. many times more, and yeah, uh, it's. It, <laughs> I, I love tasting coffee's fresh, though. I would much rather taste it fresh than when it should be where it's at. Yeah, I'm yeah. just... I because think... I drink so much fresh coffee as well, and that's probably <laughs> another reason, is I don't have coffee sitting around for seven days to try. Yeah. I've had to store some here for the open day, because I, I wouldn't have any normally. So I've had to put some aside, because it normally just gets out the door and get gone, so... I only taste fresh. This is killing me. <laughs> Reason for the pizzas and the beers, by the way, is one that it's like it's seven skin. o'clock at night and, and we needed some food. But I've been watching loads of Dignation recently. You, you ever watch that? Mm. It's like a video podcast thing about cool things on the internet. And they're always pissed Are we on there? pizza. No, we should be. Uh, particularly when you, you blow your nose on camera. I think that's, that's I'm getting thing. curry nose. You don't eat too much hot yeah, curry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, what was? <laughs> why are you talking about curry nose on here? Yeah, Dignation, that's where I was going. But they, they drink beer and eat pizza and I wouldn't like watching it, so I think people want to watch us drink beer and eat pizza. Hmm. Do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> um, how exciting, this is, is this as exciting as it gets? I don't know. <clears throat> Shall I, 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 I? So, come on, Colin, talk about IBC. We started talking about IBC and coffee, so. Okay, so, um, well, are we talking about your coffee yet, or we're going to keep that to a competition, or are we not decided, or...? Well, we haven't really decided, but we think we know what we're doing. Well, we might as well. 
It's up to you. I mean, I don't want to. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I probably shouldn't have decided to eat and talk at the same time. You'll have people emailing about that. You'll have the Charles people. Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Okay, so we've decided. Um, pretty much. Ninety-nine percent sure. Yeah. Then we're going to go with a Brazilian coffee, a single estate. Even though I think we both in our minds wanted a, a blend. Yeah. Kind of thought, but this one is is quite. I think I think the blend as well because of the success of the frosty and yeah. how well that worked. We were thinking. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. We've done single estate, been there, done it, and. Yeah. What do you think about blends and single estates? Depends on the single estate and it depends on the blend. That's true. I, I, don't, I think some people fall into the trap of thinking, I'm going to do a single estate. Yeah. And, and then they get slated because it's not balanced. And so forth. And it's probably because it, of that particular single estate. If the, there are single estates out there that are a lot more balanced yeah. and offer more. And there are some blends mm. out there that, that aren't. So it, you know. Oh, that's the hot one. Yeah. I think the Magic America was like that as well because it was like completely against single states and then that one turned up and it was like, oh, this is bad. So I couldn't believe it was a blend. Or because it was, it was a single state. Couldn't well, because it was so balanced. Yeah. I mean, that was the thing with it. It was so balanced that it kind of hit the buttons of, of what you'd expect from a blend. Yeah. Um, and I think you're right. I think some people do go with single estate just because they think they should. Or it's easier to tell the story. Mm. I mean, that's the other thing, isn't it? In yeah. competition, it's much easier to get your story across and much clearer if you go single estate. And that's why I think we decided we didn't want to do yeah. that this year. But well, I think the hardest thing for me is is not choosing what you want to do. It's choosing what not to do. Because like sometimes I wish that like someone would just give you a bag of coffee and say, "You have to use that," and you go, "All right, Grant, I'll do a good job with that." Yeah. They've all been great coffees. Like he's, he's certainly like fifteen coffees that have all been really great. And I'm it's like, great ruin the competition for roasters, why don't you? Yeah, but you know what I mean. <laughs> it's just like, but. If you have something to work with you, then you can work with it. And it's like, oh, you have all this choice and you're nearly paralysed by it. You're just like, oh, what do I do, you know? And you kind of want somebody to survive. Take I think we've been a lot more focused this year than we were last, though. It's <laughs> not saying much, though. We've only been... We've only we've really, more time, though, you know? We've only really played with five coffees mm. in total. And that's in the blends yeah. and in single estates. And this is... It's only the last batch that we actually focused on single, single estates because we felt that's the way mm. we were pushing. But, um, Are you going to tell people what it is? Yeah, so it's a it's a pulp natural coffee from a farm called Inglaterra. Oh, no, a farm called Toca de Anca, is that right? It's originally called to yeah. Toca de Anca, but what's happened on Inglaterra. all the maps now, and, and Stephen was showing me the map when I was out there on the trip, um, that it was they've actually started changing the name on maps to Inglaterra. It, mean, it means England, so, and it's owned by an Englishman. So. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I, I mean, it's really cool because we've been on board since the first harvest from there as well, seen it grow up. And I always remember your first trip here and I pulled mm. you an espresso. Pineapple. Yeah, on, I pulled him an espresso on an S5, which is an okay machine, you know, but it's, it was quite hot at the time and I'm no barista and I didn't flush and I just went, oh yeah, try this. And I remember your and Dave's face was just like, that's great, and it was like oh, it's just an espresso. <laughs> mm. So, but you only had like four ounces of it left, or something. At the <laughs> no, no we, we'd got some left. We end, do you remember? I ended up taking it to one side. I took it off. Yeah. But we decided it wasn't the way to go. Oh. Yeah. You loved it, but at that time it wasn't mm. the way we were going to go with it. Have you got much of it left? Well, I've only just had it. To be I've got five bags oh, okay. total, and there's five bags production. <laughs> um, 
So it's not widely available. Then. It's not widely available now. Um, but it was just one of those ones that we've been on from the ground and like really loved. Uh, it's Canario varietal, mm. which is a very rare varietal. It's um, died away pretty much up until about four or five years ago. And Gabriella Cachoeira, who yeah. you know, Fazenda uh, Cachoeira, decided to do an experimental lot with it. And worked with James Hoffman on it for his burn blend. So that was from Cachoeira though, not Inglaterra. And... Um, Really liked it, and again, we brought that one through. So we had the first five bags of the, Kishwe- the Canario from Kishwera as well. And then the next 10 bags, and then the production got to 300 bags, and we couldn't take 300 bags. Coffee. Um, um, but it's no, good. But the thing for me about this coffee is, is the texture. Mm. It's, a, it's, it's probably something that I think is maybe ignored too much. There's so many coffees, you get really, really fruity, or really nice acidity, or, but it's, this one's just, the texture of it is incredible. And it's even like giving it to customers has been the best thing because we've been changing. They're like, oh, which one is this? Oh, it's number nine. Because they've all been kind of just numbered and not told, just your blind taste in them. As I got it, but everybody's like, oh, that's got incredible texture. It just kind of flows down you. And it's just, that's been really cool. Get people talking about texture rather than just Brand. aromas and flavors. And, but that's, it's been, I think it's uh, like if people come into the shop that have no coffee knowledge whatsoever, they just like coffee and saying, so you're going with four though, aren't you? <laughs> it's like, well, do what I want. No, no, you go for it. <coughs> that's been really great, you know. But but again, the great thing is it's made it's made me push and look at the rose profile again, and I, I'm perhaps doing it differently now than I do on the site. Yeah. Because I'm looking for it for very specifically for espresso, and I've never I've always been of the camp of you roast coffee to be as good as it can be. Yeah. I, I might be changing just a tad because I, I I don't know. I think. The, the hardest thing is that one of the I shots that it. I had the other day. And uh, uh, we're in the shop, uh, pulling the shots, and then the four, uh, four of us just tasted these espressos. It was just like, whoa. It was just incredible, this amazing espresso. And I was like, that is incredible. Can't use it for competition, though. Just because it wasn't, it wasn't balanced in that kind of traditional sense. Uh, really thin crema. Uh, really which one was this? It was number nine. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Was it nine? It was definitely in the last batch. But um, I don't want to say what it is in case we decide to use it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be quiet on that one. Yeah, but that, like, that's that's the backup plan. Yeah, because it was like it was just we all it just kind of evaporated in your mouth. We were like it was really it was very bright as well. And uh, I'm like, is this suitable for? Did you say bright? Do not say bright ever again. Not uh, what? He's terrible. Honestly, his feedback to me was, "Yeah, they're a bit bright." Why would you take that as feedback? <laughs> Don't get into that one. I'm keeping quiet. Yeah, I've, yeah. yeah I, I, no, no, I, I, I've I, got less the, the rest of the evening with you two. So I'm, <laughs> I'm get middle ground. Middle ground. Middle ground. But no, it was uh, bright. I think bright. What is bright? Well. I think there's a certain thing that I want to do for competition, so yeah. it's like, if there's one thing that's standing out that's, that's making it unsuitable, it's just, well, that's the main reason why it's unsuitable, and then that's put it aside, you know, so mm-hmm. there might be a lot of things, so it's kind of, if there's a lot of detailed feedback or whatever that has to go, if, and a lot of the time when I'm sending feedback, I'm kind of on bar, kind of like sending short emails on my iPhone, but... Do you do any other kind? Not really, yeah. but... um. 
I think if it's too bright, it's too bright. No, no, no. Okay. But what is bright? Explain to me what bright means to you. Uh, Does well, that mean too much acidity? Too much Does it mean too unbalanced? Does it mean too fresh? Does well, I mean, mean sometimes if you have lively? Too, too much acidity in coffee, specifically espresso. For me, a bright espresso is something that has that, a very high amount of acidity. It's not something that I don't like. I think I think Frosty was quite bright in a way. Frosty but, was incredibly mm, bright. But I still liked it because, but it wasn't a competition coffee. It was a, well, all, all the coffee. Do you think? I'm not so sure. I'd take it to competition. I'd definitely take that blend to competition. Yeah, I don't know. I think more so, yeah. Honestly, I really would. I, I think... I was trying to get the sponsorship on. Oh, pizza. <laughs> they did sponsor us too. Did you ever get to try the Frosty? No, I never tried Frosty. Either. No, I was disappointed with that. Well, you should have been... You should have just said. I would send you some down with the same loads there. It's one blend that... I got really excited by it, and I haven't got excited by a blend for a long time. It was, um, yeah, it was just different. It, it didn't have that normal, it wasn't rounded, it wasn't complete, but it was interesting. Do, do you know what I mean? Because blend, blends tend to be like, like you know, yeah. this amount of sweetness, this amount of body, this amount of acidity, this is yeah. what it is, it's a yeah. whole. And this one wasn't, it was different every time you, re, you visited it. Mm. Um, I think. I'm glad we retired it. It changed as the, as the week as the week went on as well. Yeah, which is kind of people come back and say this is different to yesterday, and we go yeah, yeah, just as it aged. Because mm. coffee is different. Coffee's always it's organic. It always moves, doesn't it? I mean, it's. I think the longer the roast, the more those differences are apparent. Yeah. As well, like the darker yeah. the roast, the more uniform it becomes. We can hide until, until it's until it gets perfect uniformity. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so. Why were you in Amsterdam? Um, was it Amsterdam you were in, or was no, it no, close to Amsterdam? Okay. Um, I knew you were going to ask me this. I should have. I should have checked. I can't remember the names. Zwaal, Back in time, apparently. Don't okay. know what that means. But I had to go back in time to Zwaal. I should check. Um, just doing some training with some baristas out there, and uh, incredible enthusiasm. Lots of frustration from the baristas about um, lengths of espresso that's acceptable in, in Holland and the length that they want to serve. Um, what do they usually serve? Usually very long. How long espresso? 35 at least, yeah. it looks like. Yeah, 25 mil would be definitely a no-no from what I, from what I saw. Um, but in, uh, very enthusiastic. Cool. And of course, lots of speedsters around. <laughs> Everywhere. Which was, uh, it, yeah, it was nice. Did you get to visit any cafes while you were there, or? No, more um, roasteries. Really. They're Roast. always fun. Yeah. <laughs> You're always cold. This is my roaster, this is where <laughs> we shiver. <laughs> yeah, but it was nice. And uh, it, I haven't been there for ages, and of course it's exactly like you'd expect it's it's flat there's dikes everywhere so you're driving along this dike so one side is the sea and one side is a a big lake and then there's windmills everywhere <laughs> it's like, it's like, well, yeah i know it's going to be like that but it still amazes me i've never been told i want to go no it's wonderful yeah. So, I, yeah. so, so, have you done loads of travelling since winning WBC, or have you? Well, I mean, what, how's your year? Because it's nearly a year now, isn't it? Yeah, nearly a year. 
how's your year be? And how would you start? It always seems to start off slowly for uh, the champions. I think um, everybody said that. James said that, and, and I um, thought, oh, this is great. We sort of just got on with life again, and then it just accelerates and accelerates as as it comes up to uh, the the next championship. Do you think that is, is as people's competitions start to gear up and committees start getting together, or is it I'm not is sure. it is it companies wanting their baristas to compete? Is it always around the competition? It's usually around the competition, okay. somewhere in okay. around the competition. So you've been to what Kenya, Russia. Yeah, Italy loads of times. Italy loads of times. How was Kenya? Yeah. Didn't really it? see much. No? It was amazing chatting to all the baristas there. Did you get to go to any farms or...? No. I thought it was the worst bit. We just sort of sat in some resort. We had the first African barista championship yeah. going on. I think I've done this before. I can't remember. Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, it was the first African barista championship, so... Uh, there was uh, the champions from uh, all the countries in Africa that competed and uh, before they come to the London uh, we had a little competition and workshops going on over three days it was pretty intense it was good just sort of preparation really for them and uh, so I was getting to taste coffees from Rwanda and Tanzania and Kenya and And how was the quality of that? I mean what did you think was do you think it was Equivalent to what we see come here? No. Or? No. No. What, poorer, um, better? Um, it's, it's always hard to tell because there was the, the amount of humidity was just crazy <laughs> and the heat. We were right by the uh, sea and the, the coffees just all seemed to age. They, nice. they were all pretty fresh, but they all seemed old. That's what you need to do when you're tasting your blends, is go to Kenya by the sea. Just, they <laughs> seemed, just seemed to kill them. But uh, so it was hard to tell. But they're, they're taking lots of things for granted, the fact that they live really close to farms, and, and as though it's normal, and they don't see um, some of the advantages that they're getting. So we've been sort of explaining the advantages they have. And also that it seems that when you're a producing country, it's a lot easier to get somebody like yourself uh, yeah. to come along and do something. You know, when you get that phone call, do you want to go to Kenya? Yeah, <laughs> that seems it, nice. But it's a shame not to to get no to go all that way, and not to get to visit the farms. But it had to dash back and and get all the other things to the farms. No, no, I sat in the airport for I think it was about an hour and a half. It was great. Good airport. Well, I didn't get off the plane. I didn't see inside <laughs> the airport. No, when I was coming back from Rwanda, we had to land in Kenya to pick people up. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and then there was other people going off to the Ethiopian uh, cupping caravan right I don't know um, if they finished yet what was that then it was a bunch of them Jeff Watts and various people were off um, on this little cupping caravan round do you see the picture of Jeff have you seen Jeff recently with the the shave you see clean shaven (laughs) lost the beard and everything Yeah. yeah no have you not seen it no Oh jeez, I'll try and find it and put it on the screen. But Jeff Watts looks like he looks like about thirteen, <laughs> <laughs> clean shaven and all, uh, all all youthful looking. I was gobsmacked. I was like, "That's not Jeff." Yeah, I, I had to. I had to. Um, I had to look twice. Yeah, bizarre. I don't know where that one came from. That, but I'm, I'm so used to Jeff kind of looking bedraggled and uh, must be a health kick or something. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jeff Watts, by the way. I will. I'm not dissing him in any way. 
Jeffy's a legend. No, it was nice. It was lovely to see him actually yeah. in Kenya, even for that small amount of time. Sort of worth going to Kenya for, really, in many ways. I ever told you the story when I was in when I was in Rwanda with Jeff, and and he was at the Cup of Excellence, and I was going home on the Saturday. I get to the airport and I'm about to check in, and they say, um, "Afraid your flight's been cancelled." Okay, well, when's my next one then? I said, uh, "Oh, 24 hours." What am I going to do? So oh, we'll send you back to the hotel. We'll put you up and stuff. So I went back to the hotel. And I'm sitting in the lobby, being all miserable because everybody's gone home. And who walks through but Jeff? He said, oh, "Are you still doing here?" I said, "Oh well, flight's cancelled." Bloody bloody. So come on. We ended up going out. Got back in at five o'clock in the morning. The sun was coming up as we were getting back to the hotel. I've got a flight in like three hours' time. <laughs> it took me to this place called the Car Wash. It, it, I, I drank liquid that I, it, it, it was alcoholic in some way. But it was just, it, oh, my head was mashed. It tasted the bananas, and I was just very, very ill. The whole trip back, I was just ill. <laughs> and that was all thanks to Jeff Watts. Nice, nice. <laughs> no, no, no cupping trip is complete without Jeff Watts making you ill. <laughs> and uh, good times, good times. So Kenya, uh, Russia? Yep, Russia was amazing. Hey, cool. What, what, what um, were we doing in Russia? It's... The Moscow, it was the Russian Barista Championships. But the standard was fabulous, really? especially of the cuppers. Right. The, the latte art and the cupping, wonderful. Because the World Cupping Champion is Russian, isn't he? Yep. Oh, is she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mostly, um, it, I mean, it, there was a guy that won, but uh, it was dominated by females. Cool. Dominated. It was uh, one girl who um, just smelt the coffees and put four of her eight out yep. and then the other four she just did by taste so the, the first four she did by smell her own and she yeah and she was right yeah she was right wow that's good was, there was there was, did she do it I don't know like was she near the top or? oh yeah, yeah, yeah that was in the first round in the second round she uh she, she didn't do as well when I was doing the, it, uh, oh no she did actually she still got eight there was um three of them got eight out of eight, it was just all on time. Wow. When I was doing it, some of them you just like, you'd like one, two, two, and then the third one is freezing cold. You're like, well, it's obviously that one. And you just forget what the other two tasted like, and you go, well, that one has to be because it's freezing cold, and the other two are really hot. And you're like, okay, well, fair. And then that would sometimes it would throw you because you're like, these two taste the same, but that one's freezing. And you're like, oh no, what's going on? You know? And that's it's, not really good. it's just because it's temperature based. Well, not freezing cold, but there was a yeah, good, no, no, a good, check, yeah. good, good difference there, you know? Like maybe some of them are fresh out of a dishwasher what, or something, so, and one of them isn't or something, I don't know what it is. So, so the, these temperature fluctuations were from the home of the Uber? Yes. <laughs> they weren't using a new Uber. No, I know they weren't. No, no. Yeah, just but the that's, ones. Oh, I see you've got a new Uber. I have. Yeah. My toy. It's the new new one. It's yeah. new. It's, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is a new Uber. It's uh, the smaller footprinted one. And it's very nice and I love my Uber. And thank you very much to Paul for sorting me out with that. You've got lots of toys here. I have lots of toys. I've spent. We've um, been playing on cleaning the clover toys. Yeah, cleaning your toys. <laughs> yeah. I wish you'd taken some photographs. Oh, well, we have some. We have some footage of your of your your grinder. Do you want to see this? Oh no. Well, we, we can stick this in. And you, you don't have to put this in the thing here. But... Hey, bad was it? <laughs> really bad. Really, really bad. Oh! <gasps>
Oh, batteries run out. That's terrible. <laughs> that's not my grinder. Yeah, it is. Where have you shot that? Just here. It's just here. It's, the, it's the, yeah, it's the... Look at the thing. The fines collect. Why have you done that? To embarrass you. somebody else's place <laughs> and brought that here. <laughs> Filmed on a set somewhere. The... That's terrible. There, my machines were well overdue a good clean and I, I have been a very, very bad person. But I, I have been incredibly busy. It's... Um, well, it's... And I, I, <laughs> I, I, I've got ginger hair, and, and it makes me allergic it was to the It's the first thing a barista does when they walk in somewhere. Well, I knew that yeah. that would right. happen. Walk in, it makes you right. feel good about Clean the machine. Like, well, do you, know, do you know what? This is serious. I actually thought about cleaning it last night, and I thought, I'm going to stop behind tonight, and I'm going to clean it. And I knew if I'd stopped behind and spent three, four hours cleaning it, he would waltz in today and go, I better clean this, hadn't I? Because it wouldn't be good enough. Because I'd, I'd have spent only three or four hours on it, and not like my whole life and made it my life's work. In <laughs> fact, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have a new machine in wrapping, right? And when next time you come, I'm going to get a new Senesso, drop it in place, and you'll come in and go, well, that needs cleaning, doesn't well, just, it? Is that one not new? It looks like it hasn't been used. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see what you did there. That's ever so funny. Yes, I, can't, I actually can't use it anymore. The first ever tamper tantrum we did, right, he said, and he's hurt me to the core, was all the gear and no idea. <laughs> what? I... I enjoyed playing on the clover. Yeah. As well. That, just I've, never, I've never really played properly, had one to play around with. Yeah. And the difference in the flavours was yeah. remarkable. Stretch it out, long, steep time, turn it into an expensive French press. That's all you've got to do. <laughs> that works really well. It doesn't work I, well. I love the clover. I think it, is, it, was, it wasn't finished, it wasn't fully developed, it could have been so much more. But I think it was a, a brave attempt at a time when nobody was doing anything with brewed coffee. Yeah. Uh, and too many people bashed it. There was a lot of clover bashing after they sold out. And I think, I, I still love my clover. And I wouldn't sell it for anything. Well, I am open to offers. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's, pension. <laughs> yeah, it's, my, it's my pension fund along with the C5s. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, C, the Sinclair C5s. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, actually, so what the, we ought to do... The problem with having loads of space. Yeah, oh, loads of space and too gets much filled. time. Yeah, too yeah. much time on the internet, it's a bad thing. But now I've got these Sinclair C5 things, which are ridiculous. That, uh, you sure you want to do that? Yep. Oh, oh, you've, had going in. you've done it, so I feel... Right, I'm, gonna... I'm going off camera. I'll be back. Carry on talking. It's pretty hot. I don't think they want to hear about hot pizza, though. <laughs> I, I, I want to say something interesting, but... So, where, come on, we're enjoying your travel diaries. No, 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 it's it's one of the it's one of the benefits of um, <laughs> being, being, be being the world Brister champion, really, isn't it? <laughs> I demand a redhead. One of the only reasons I did it. Willoughby's coming across. I, can I can I work bar with you when when we're there? Because you're going to help cover bar, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the only reason I'm going to Irish Barista Championship is to cover the uh, bar for Colin so he can compete. So, so can I work bar with you? Because I yeah, really be like nice. to work bar with you. That'd be nice. That'd be cool. I know, I'm really... I'm yeah, two of us. Yeah. I'll pull shots, you can do built though. 
<laughs> I'm a shop boy. I can, I can see what's going on. I can't clean up after either. And I am a really messy barista. We'll, we'll find a back bar. Okay. Mm. I'll brew. Can I, I'll do brew. I'll do pour. We're going to have an Uber as well. Oh. For the competition. I don't know how to use one. I thought the competition, mm. just to borrow. That's brilliant. Mm. They're also, borrow. Uh, you really should have one long term. Stack is going to do uh, what he's calling brew haha, which is like a brewing competition. So you brew cup, you sign up, come up, make to brew coffee in the new water. Steve tastes it. I think they I they mojo it, and then there's a prize for whoever makes the best. Whoa. Me and Carl. Me and Carl, Carl are judging. Yeah, so, Carl Purdy's judging as well. Hang on a minute. Is your bar in the same place as the? Yeah. To the championship. Yeah. Did you not know this? No. No, it's exactly the same place, yeah. Oh, so I am going to the championship. Yeah. Oh. You won't see any of it, but you're going to it. <laughs> You'll be in the front. Yeah, you'll see after. He'll be in the back kissing So are we moving your bar or is it coming to you? Basically, my bar is in is in the lobby, right? Right. Then there's a big bar, then, then there's like a proper like a pub bar in mm. the back. And there's a stage room in the back, and that's where the barista championships are. But for the competition what we're doing is we're moving my coffee shop into the middle bar. Which is the big massive bar. Oh. I'm plugging them in there so we have lots of seats. Brilliant. And we're yeah. charging people. Yeah. Of course. I don't know what we do about the brewed coffee because obviously they want to do demonstrations and stuff, so I don't know. Maybe I'll have a donation box for for brewed coffee or something, I don't know. <laughs> Give it to Steve. And what's happening tomorrow? Oh yes, our, our open day where we're having uh, two barista champions and one that isn't coming, but <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I I kind of, I like to do these open days every now and then, because being an internet company, we never get to meet our customers, our customers never get to meet us, and it's all a bit rubbish, because it's like virtual. So every now and again we do an open day, and tomorrow we've got 26 people. We did have a waiting list. It was more, we, we limited it to 26 places. And um, Colin's going to be doing some demonstrations, along with John Gordon. Ah, which is something we must talk about before because that's, that's oh. happened since the last one. But John Gordon, who is now the UK Barista Champion, which is great news. <laughs> Took your crown. I am no longer the UK Barista Champion. Usurper! Usurper! <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, they're coming along and they're going to do the course. And I'm going to be doing a cupping course with the other half of the group. And then we're going to swap over and ah. basically taste coffees and what have a good doing? time. Um... Me and John are doing. Oh, the two yeah. of you. Yeah, they're both. He's going to do espresso. John's going to do milk, and then they're going to tie all together, the and I'll do the cupping separate, and it'd be good. It's uh, it's a nice chance to meet people who've been to them before. An amazing amount of them are in my mug subscribers as well, which is cool because they're people who talk to me all the time about the coffees, yeah. and it, it's cool. That sounds a bit adverty for has been, but it's it's just good people coming, and uh, yeah, that'll have happened by now. What were the UK finals like? I missed it. Yeah, well, I was really there good. for the Sunday. Oh, yeah, well, the Sunday afternoon after a lovely traffic jam on the motorway. <laughs> but um, I, I really enjoyed the great crowd there on the Sunday. Yeah, really, really full. Yeah, couldn't Obviously. actually fit into that little bit that we had in the trade show. So it was, uh, yeah, it was good. And um, the top six were John won. You got James from Dose. Dale Harris, um, from Exchange Coffee, Neil. Neil, Neil. yeah, Neil. Who, who won the South East Heat, and he's the latte art champion. And he came third. third. Yeah, yeah. Dale was second. James was fifth. The guy who was an Italian name. Yeah, yeah, the Italian guy. Is he from, from Paris? Peros. 
He's um he was uh, six, but he uh, he was so unlucky. He, yeah, he had so, everything was going wrong for him. Really? And what what showed him as a good barista was everything was going wrong, and he kept his cool. Yeah. It's good. That's, that's a competition, sir. And it's he like, just kept going, and he kept going, and yeah, and no, he did really well. Competitions are about two things: it's like making coffee and dealing with the mistakes <laughs> that will inevitably happen. Because yeah. yeah, yeah. you're definitely. And um, Trevor from the Plan. Trevor, that's it. Yeah. In, uh, yeah. So yeah, no, dealing with mistakes. Yeah. And holding what your was cool. Oh, man was Robert, but I had loads of mistakes. What was the big one? Big one was I when I put the envelopes down for my um, ridiculous signature drink. Um, I, I forgot which envelope I'd given to which judge, so I, when I had to go back and choose my ingredients, all the envelopes were in the wrong way, and then I got confused and I threw my, I threw my nuts in the air. And, uh, <laughs> they were misses. Yeah, and it, it was, it, yeah, chaos. But uh, no, just, just... And the time. Just I mean, that was the time as well, wasn't it? You yeah, were, yeah. yeah. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody, I was like going, and you were there going, so thank you very much for doing that. Time, like, time. I showed you my shoes. They're like, <laughs> they're like, they're That's the one time time thing. People say, were you, were you nervous in the final? It's like, well, why? Because if the worst comes to the worst, and I drop everything on the floor, and um, I'm sixth in the world. It, don't, yeah. it doesn't really matter. I remember, we I remember held that conversation, the, didn't yeah. we? We, we were, me and Dave were saying to him, just go up, pour yourself an espresso, sit down and chat to him and say, yeah, time. Yeah. Because you're still a six bedroom. You're six bedroom. So there's no need to be uh, sort of nervous in the final. Because I saw Gwilym after the first round, because I didn't watch anybody in the camera. I said, how'd you get on? He goes, oh, I did okay. Yeah, I'm kind of happy, yeah. I didn't really get to finish my bit at the end. I got confused and called time. And well, I think I went okay, yeah. And you didn't really seem that chuffed. I was like, oh, okay, you didn't see that happen. No. And then after the final, I, was cut, I came back too, and I was like shaking like a leaf. And I looked across, and you were washing your dishes. And I said, how did you get on? And you went, shit, absolutely crap, but I finished. I'm really happy. And I was like, <laughs> all done, so no more. All done, don't have to do it ever again. It's fine. You seem happier because you got to say your bit at the end. Yeah, I got to say my bit because in the, the going end, into too. the. The finals, I never said my little bit at the end, and I, I didn't feel as though that seemed to I'd devastate you. But, yeah. that, but that was the thing that I was you were saying your little bit at the end, and I was just going, Time, yeah, time, time. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I looked, uh, yeah, the judge, you could see it in the judge's face as well. They were sort of going, Why are you talking? and the clock's, the clock's ticking. ticking, and why that's weird. I don't remember any of their faces at all, yeah, just like blacked them out completely. Except for David Megan when, when my hand was shaking. I put it in front of him and he just went. <laughs> like, kind of like, yeah, I know, happens to me too. But I'm like, you know, it's like that How did you do against David Megan when we had that pull down? Beat me. Yeah, he beat me too. He beat me in the final, though. Oh, he beat me in the first round. Yeah. I think, and the uh, random person from the audience although, beat me in the first round too. Oh, oh, what was her name? Prinilla. Prinilla. From uh, Damateo, yeah. But that whole backstage thing, my endearing moment of the whole of that, that backstage part was after you'd won, you were backstage, and I just came up and said, well done, mate, congratulations. I said, it was going to be for my boat. They've asked me to go to Origin. Why am I going to go to Origin? And it was just like, my boat. Take <laughs> <laughs> it was just like this sheer panic on your face. And you should have like been dead happy because you just won. And you were just like, what am I going to do? I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. So it never entered to win, and you, you sort of, and then so you never actually. It's my first time competing, so I never actually had these daydreams. What would I do if I win? What? Never thought about it. Never even crossed my mind. Then the whole reality of it sort of stepped in later, and the sort of responsibility you have 
for for the role. Can I ask a question? So I think well maybe the best thing that I think we've discussed this before. The best thing really about this year has been like the places you get to see and the people you get to meet. More not so much the places, more the um, the the different uh, cafes and and how they're doing things and the baristas being able to communicate with baristas because I know it's what it's like when you. No, you're working every day in your shop, and you you rarely get out mm-hmm. because you, you you're because you're, you're concentrating on your blend and your shop and your bar, and you're making sure it's really hard good. to make that little small thing better. And then all of a sudden, someone goes, "No, there's something over here." Yeah. You're like, "Oh yeah," and you can do it this way as well. And yeah, and that, and I'm I've been learning from them as well. Yeah, and so it's been a very much a mutual thing. So What's the worst thing? Or is there a worst thing? <laughs> Um, so it's been tricked into to strange, just real estates and dragged halfway uh, across the continent. I, I actually, yeah, I, I, I'm just waiting for the invoice for the daily rate. Could <laughs> 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 um, it, It's not been able to hang out enough with baristas and uh, in their bars. Um, I, I, I'd like to do a lot more of that. Do you know the one thing Just I always hate when I go on and, and, and trip dropping, but when I go on the, the my my origin trips, everybody else puts a week at the start or a yeah. week at the end. And do you know what? I dive in, I do what I've got to do, and I dive out. Because you've got to get back to real life. But it sounds that's like how your year's gone a lot. Yeah. And and I hate that. I hate it so much that these other people have found a way of managing their time so they can like do yeah. the fun bits. And I don't know how they do it. Yeah, it's like because I've got to come back. And, no idea. Yeah, <laughs> I've got to come taxis. back and roast coffee, and like you know, and and answer emails and do all that. Stuff. And I just don't know. I, I I get frustrated because I see people really enjoying these trips, and it sounds like your trips have been dead similar to the ones I've been on. <laughs> yeah, it's very much go in, do what you've got to do. Do what you've got to do. Get home and, and yeah. get back. I think the trick is to is to make things up. It's like, oh yeah, I was on the beach for weeks. <laughs> No, but people do. Really? Yeah, honestly. Every trip I go on, there are people that say, you know, oh yeah, I'm going up to such and such now for a week and I'm going here. I mean, I turned up at the Cup of Excellence in Brazil at the end of it. So I turned up on like the Friday and I'm thinking, oh, everybody's going home now. But people were still there and I was getting on a plane and I was only there the week. And I was going, Why are you still here? Oh, well, I'm going up to such and such now. Nice. Who's running your business? <laughs> How are you making money? That's the life for me. Yeah. No, I, 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 I mean, they've got the balance right, I guess. I could, get around I could, a lot. Yeah, I could stay on here for a weekend, Sunday in Stafford. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Well, you, you see, you've done, this time you've got a shot. He used to come and he would like three or four days. He flew in today, he's flying back tomorrow night, he's in. And I've got to go back tomorrow morning to open up because um, uh, Mr. Tim Styles is. is on a jolly to Oslo. Oslo, nice. Did you hear Tim Verney left a, an Aeropress, a bag of coffee and a grinder in his hotel bedroom? That's so romantic, That's isn't it? nice. That's beautiful. That's yeah. nice. That is nice. Yeah. No, I, I wish somebody would do that for me. Yeah, I went to Oslo. Nothing in my hotel room. Just <laughs> <laughs> saying as all. Isn't, isn't Oslo really close to that, what's it, what's it called again? The, Bergen. Uh, yeah, really close to Bergen, isn't oh, it? Oh, it's like that far on a map. Yeah. It wasn't my fault. Did you, did you see this in the last time I turned from with uh, Uda on? And he, we were talking about Hi, Uda. Hi, Uda. Hello, Sorry Uda. we made you sick. Yeah. Uda. I didn't tell them that you got sick. <laughs> Sorry you were sick. It wasn't our fault. <laughs> you should, yeah. We should really back that up with how she was sick, shouldn't we? No, I don't no. think she wants us to Did she not? No. Let's talk about being sick. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, 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 no. no. 
But we should go to Bergen sometime. Oh, that's something to talk about. What? You've had somebody visit your oh, show. Oh, yeah, Rasmus. Did you see Rasmus? We the Rasmus. This, this is Rasmus dancing. We, Rasmus came on Paddy's Day, which is probably the worst day ever to come on. She's going to take a while to up. But we had um, the Patrick's Day Parade, and Rasmus came. Now, Dublin is the worst place in the world to be on Patrick's Day. It's <laughs> just messy. It's I was horrible. in Malta, and Malta was a terrible place to be in Paddy's Day. So Were people drunk and Novelty fighting? hats. Yeah. Lots of novelty Do they have a Paddy's Day Parade yeah. there? Not the parade, they have the novelty hats. Yeah. Oh, it's just violent and... Oh, oh. yeah, one of those. Oh, no. How did you... Did you... <laughs> did you find that? No, I had to drink a huge amount of Guinness for this. <laughs> this is my St. Patrick's Day. Uh, I got in from the pub and um, I'd had quite a few Guinnesses. I was sitting on the floor and I, I managed to craft myself a meal of cheese. <laughs> I've got lumps of cheese, sat there with another can of Guinness with his hat on. And my wife came just out, came downstairs and she just went and went back to bed. For like half an hour, and they were just practicing. Before. Well, that was good for business. <laughs> <laughs> it was brilliant. I didn't care. We, but we, we got to like three o'clock, and Rasmus was like, well, This is fine, it's great. You know, there's been no drunk people or violence or anything. And I was like, Yeah, good point. Let's close. So we closed. <laughs> and we got out of the city as quickly as possible, safe and sound, and then went and drank loads of beer with his dad. It was, uh, yeah, it was it's fun. a ridiculous, I mean, St. Patrick's Day is a ridiculous. Ploy put together it's by Guinness, isn't it? It's not, even, it's not even an Irish thing. You fell for it. No, I fell for it big time. Every year. It's oh, not geez. even an Irish no thing. Like it, so. All the Irish expats in, in New York and Boston decided that they'd have an Irish day. So they said, oh, well, St. Patrick is the patron saint of Ireland, so we'll do it on his day. So they had a big parade, because that's a very American thing to do. Because all I think this, the Latinos and stuff were doing it, I don't know. Right. But um, so they said, oh, we'll have an Irish parade. So they had an Irish parade. And then all of the Irish people went, oh, we're Irish too. That's what <laughs> we'll do it as well. Then, then we took it on. And it's just... The best ones are the ones then, then that like way out in the countryside because they just have like a tractor with people walking behind us waving Ireland <laughs> flags and it's, yeah. did, you, did you see the photo the day after St Patrick's Day and I'd still got the hat on that I tweeted out? Yes. <laughs> my you got the bags are under my eyes and I just tweeted out, should I let St Patrick's Day die? <laughs> you looked pretty messy. Actually. It was a car crash. Yeah. Good times though, I enjoyed it. That was yeah. Andy's fault, Andy my roaster who he, he, he was the one that convinced me to go out and celebrate St. Patrick's Day because of you. He said, because of me? What yeah. do I do? Well, he just said that, you know, Colin's so gentle and giant like that we should go out and get pissed. Get pissed. And oh, no, I didn't get fairly pissed. I, got, I, don't, I don't really drink. That but you're much not drinking now. Yeah, oh, that's, that's, that's something we've got to talk about. Talk about. So, why the drinking embargo? You make it sound like it's a massive deal. Well, it is a massive deal. Hang on a sec. Right, today, tonight, Colin was offered to go to taste. Some of the finest whiskies from Scotland, Ireland, Wales, <laughs> and England. The yeah, it's Pendethry. Pendethry. It's actually really good whiskey. It's really good. And there's a new distillery called St George's, opened in England. It's the first out term, and I've never tasted it, and I could have gone and tasted it tonight. <coughs> but you ruined it for me. I told you, you could have gone. I would have won. But it, Colin's not drinking. Why aren't you drinking, Colin? 
competitions. I never drink before competitions, and any time I've got like exams or something to do that I'm focused on, I stop drinking. I know, mate. Because it's not—it's not the effect that it has, but I think that if you give something up for a cause, it makes that cause seem more important. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You're more focused on it, so you kind of have to pay more attention because you've given up all these things. You know. Have so. you given up anything else that you want to share with us on the uh, yeah. horse <laughs> <laughs> smoking? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ballet. Lots of things. Mm. I, I, I didn't drink. <laughs> no, I didn't before. Just, they, just before your performance. Oh no, no, I didn't drink uh, until I got, <laughs> until I got to Atlanta. I, I drank very, very little. It was so intense with um, practicing and then uh, working and practicing and the working. And, uh, but yeah, you're right. The, the night before the, um, the I, 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 I was this, I was on a bit of stress relief after um, my first performance before the final and somebody had to remind me when I was in Octane they walked up to me and said aren't you competing in the final tomorrow and my face must have just gone white and gone oh, yes Annette I've got to go and then, so, so she, she took you out of the cake she packed me the, off in a out taxi out the cake yeah. <laughs> took you out of the dress <laughs> so I don't know who that person was so uh, yeah thank you thank you to whoever the person was in Octane who reminded me it was Sammy Piccolo he was regretted Sammy it was Sammy did it no but yeah but he would have done I, I think I was get, getting a bit of an unfair reputation as well as this drunken Irishman I was like I don't actually drink that much but it was there we were pretty drunk on the last Tamper Tantrum, weren't you? Were we? Was it the last one? Oh yeah, we, well, we were drunk. But I was, it takes me about three yeah. bottles I'm drunk. We I? did start to get a bit loose-lipped and it, it does sink ships, so... Yeah. Um, this has been going on for ages. Oh, this hasn't been going on for half enough yet. Is that, there was something I was going to ask no, you. No, I was going to say, we, we talked about the, the, the night before the performance in Atlanta. You, we, we didn't go out at all, did we? We were talking about this earlier off camera and... We ended up going out into a restaurant and having a bottle of wine, or and, we, and that's the reason I didn't you drink. Went. You guys drank. I didn't drink. Thank you. Did, did you not? No. Ah, it wasn't the reason then. It was oh, it was, it was. It was. I don't know why I was in um, Octane. It was because it was Melissa, uh, and, Melissa and Chris Owens. Ah, of course, it was. Yeah, wedding yeah. thing. Yeah. So I got carried away by that whole thing. Yeah. No, I, I nearly got carried away by it. I was that like really tempted, and I thought. No, no, I'll, I'll, I'll have a quiet early night. And mm. We didn't really party it up, did we? We did the last night. I remember being very, very drunk in I the didn't. I went last home. night. I yeah, I was really, really tired. And then was, yeah. <sighs> I lasted till 10 o'clock and then went to bed. I, oh, that's right. I went around introducing your brother as you, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, there's a picture of, of my brother, him, you and Jeff Watts. Yeah. I'm like, eh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Oh, yeah, not times. Yeah, no, very good times. But the Irish, Irish competition is going to be a lot of fun. And we've got 27 entrants. That's good. It's more than Denmark. Denmark had like eight. And considering the history that Denmark the has in the competitions. Um, but it's, it's, it's the only eight. eight. Have you thought about pretending to be Danish? I was going to do a Danish accent there. And I was like, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the Danish accent. Same like, uh, I have no idea. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's a cool venue as well. It's open to the public. and They've had two champions, Denmark? More. They've had Trolls. They've had Fritz. They've had... Robert Pulse <laughs> <laughs> and Klaus. No, yeah, Klaus, yeah, okay. but it's loads. Yeah, they yeah. owned it. I think they've got like five or six. So. And now there's only eight. Yeah, I think so. Gosh, it's it's, it's sad. 
Butcher. Mm. So, yeah, UKBC, we never finished talking, we, we're darting around tonight. UKBC, we never talked about the finals because I wasn't there for the finals ah. and I only watched the streaming. You, you were MC, man. I was MC, yeah. Uh, well, I not. Impre- you've, you've, you think you've changed in that way over the past 12 <laughs> months? Ch- well, you have to. Yeah. It, it, for, even though I don't particularly... I, I, I'm a barista, I make coffee. I, Who was that I bloke work you with- were talking to at the front? During the, the, the waiting for the results to come in, you started talking to some random bloke Hoffman. at the front. No, I know who Hoffman is. <laughs> some older bloke. Oh yeah, no, I don't know who he was. He was bizarre. Yeah, he was very good because I was struggling. People <laughs> weren't, and, and uh, he helped me out by asking lots of. He was bizarre. Yeah, he was it's weird. Honestly, he was the weirdest. Thing. The, the, you should have seen the stream going when that was going on. It's like, what the? Oh, is that was this? being streamed. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realise it yeah. was being streamed. It was like, but I had to step on stage crazy? because uh, they, do you know that wait between um, everybody comes off stage and then the judges eventually come on and say it was one, and we all have to stand there for a while. But then um, there was nobody on stage, and it was all the audience. And well, better go on stage then and do something. And I couldn't sing, <laughs> which I, I proved. So I, I had to, I had to just start talking. So has yeah. anybody got any questions? Has anybody got any questions? And this guy, he was like, I don't even know what he was saying, but he was. There were words coming out, and he's just thinking, this is weird. It was very strange. I can't even remember. But you were being weird back to him. It was like there was this weirdness going on. This is what you do. It's empathy, isn't it? You do it with customers. You change your personality depending on uh, who you're talking to. Like, oh, this tastes so, but it tastes very seven, doesn't it? You're like, yeah. You don't want to argue with them because you're just good. disagree. You go, yeah. I'm coming around to that. The whole um, being a barista now, of course, there's there's the cleaning and making brewing coffee, but at least fifty percent is um, customer. Yeah, Yeah. being nice to being nice and and interacting and educating with that. Yeah, and people coming in saying, you know what they should bring back? What the death penalty? (laughs) Like, and you just have to go, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. See, that's what that's why my shop's closed because <laughs> I didn't say yeah. There's a, there's a big part of your job with this just to go yeah, a hug. <laughs> well, you know, it's brilliant. It's the best job in the world. So, um, what did you think about the way it was organised? Do you think I mean, first of all, do you think Excel's a good place for the? Well, I I think it was it was great. It, when they worked, the standard was amazing, and some of the coffees incredibly interesting. Um, the trade I tried, I tried Dale's coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> really interesting. I, 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 I didn't try it from Dale, he gave me a bag and said try that. Okay. And I took it home and it it was brilliant. It was absolutely fantastic. Really, really impressed. I mean, the trade show thing, it, 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 we were uh, way away from um, where the customers are and where everybody lives and it was... It didn't seem to have any. Re- it probably, it probably happens everywhere. Didn't, this didn't seem to have much relevance to. I think there ought to be a UKBC final in Birmingham because it's in the middle of the country and everybody can get to it, and it's dead close. Just to be me. over there, right there, <laughs> in that corner over in there. That co- but yeah. no, last year but was the, in the Glasgow. Is going to be yeah. last, and, and, and it was during the week. This year it's in London and it's on a Monday. It was the and when we did the. Uh, in fact, you did a temper tantrum there. Yeah, the Safe southeast East. heat. Brilliant. Um, yeah, it was in excellent. a sort of a, a, a proper venue on a weekend, 
a remarkable number of people coming through the doors. I, I, I heard, and I wish I'd been there, the Friday night was the one with the atmosphere, though, because in the yeah. evening it was, like, really buzzing. <laughs> you said that with a wicked smile. Yeah. <laughs> and I and think that. that's mu- what it should be much more about, is about that whole... Make it into an evening, get a room, right, where get you can room. do it during the day. <laughs> during the day. And then have a bar there in the evening, so all of the baristas and all the people who come to watch can mix and That's that mixing. That's what the twist of paper is going to yeah. it is, it's a bar. It'd be interesting to see it's, how that it's actually, runs. It's a nightclub, pretty much. Like, that's what it is. Yeah. Are they going to open up once it all closes down, or what? Yeah, yeah. And there's going to be beer during the day, or? Yeah, we probably won't like, get out later on the nightclub because it's, it turns into a student night at about eleven. It's actually really weird. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm like a student. Okay. Quite young, you know. It's... Yeah. But I won't be there. <laughs> okay. no, maybe we don't. No, maybe. But, uh, no, I'm spoken for anyway. Radio 4. Spoken for in the, our room. Jug of... <laughs> <laughs> it's us too, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> uh, when, when he said Because he needs the light and sweet, you know. Steve Light and sweet. Apparently some people have been in there that are Uda, uh, Dave yes. Lanick, Rasmus. Uh, Anybody can go in the light and sweet. Not all. There seems to be more than that. Oh, definitely more than that. Dave? Did he? Dave and Lainick, yeah. You notice I didn't say his surname then? Yeah, Lainick, yeah. Dave. Dave. <laughs> Dave. Dave. Dave from Leeds. Dave more beers. Dave. Dave. He wasn't feeling very well. Feel better soon. I think I've, I've ruined the flow of things. No, no, you haven't. We just haven't. Yeah, this can't, can't normally be like this. Oh, surely. It's normally quite crap. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, no, I've got something structured we can talk about. Have you? I tried to say it earlier, you had no idea what I was talking about. The trip to Jodic, trip to get it. I don't know what you're saying. No, I didn't know what you're talking Words are coming out of your mouth, but they don't make it. Bone makers and it makes coffee. What's with that? Well, there's two of those. Yeah, there's only one here. No, yeah, there was only one in the bag. Oh, it's in the other bag. No, it's in the other bag. Yeah, there it is. To your left, to your left. Warmer, 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 colder. colder. No, the other side. Oh, no, no, I was wrong. <laughs> Can you talk about things? Because it's yeah, be entertainment. Be entertained. Okay, what's I'm going to eat the pizza that's too hot. Bun made a brewer. Oh, it's your accent. I don't understand what you're saying. Bun? No wonder you came forth. <laughs> okay, you know bun? Bun. Yeah. Bun. Yeah. Um, the trifecta. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it in English. The trifecta. Like, you know, bun. They're known. They're known. Thing. It makes coffee noise. Like, the trifecta. It's really yeah. Nice. It's like oh. chip the oh. jellico or something. Your keys don't have my car. They don't, do they? Why have I picked up your keys to have my car? I don't know. Yeah, the um, the what? trifecta from bun. That's what I said. Trip to Antarctica. Mm. Are you going? Uh, I'm going here. Won't be as good as Clover. No, nobody's asked me to go see it. Really? Yeah. Oh, we're going. I'd go to Anson. I'd go to the opening of an envelope. Oh, we're going. Where is it on? Um, they've got to get it over here, yeah. So it's not in the UK at the moment. Okay. But when they get it in their little showroom, I don't know. Um, then we'll, we'll go and just have a little play and test. And you think Colin should be here. See, I think so. Colin should be here, all expenses paid. Mm. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah, no, that looks interesting, but it seems to be... I don't know. Uh, what does it do? It brews coffee. One cup at a time? You know, don't you? you no. You've read the tweet. I haven't. Like, I don't know, is it like 12 cups or is it one cup? Or... I've got a question about this try. It's called the trip to Genotica. Yeah, I've got a question about that thing. What? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is what we know so far. It's made by Bun. It makes 
uncertain amounts of coffee. It's definitely enough kind for of one person, perhaps enough for four or five people. Uh, so you add ground coffee and it works in a similar way to a clover does too. And it's not a clover. It's not a clover. It's definitely not a clover. It's called a bun, not a clover. Oh, I'd love a beer. Oh, I don't want a beer. You don't want a beer. Victory Ale. Mmm. Nice. Yeah, so Ooh. that should be interesting. Well, that's nice. Yeah, everybody keeps giving me free beer. I've got this big metal, like really expensive, beautiful beer. So what's, what's this thing that's happening with it anyway, with this bun maker? You brought it up. I don't know, that's why I brought it up, because I don't know anything about it. Uh, so you bring up things you don't know anything about? That's because I'm asking questions. So, but I mean, it's... I don't know much about it. It would be cool if it works. But okay, it would work. Well, this is interesting. I mean, put, put, put hang on a minute. There's no, 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 something. No, no. There's okay. something. There's something here we can talk about. We're not sure about. It was going to make coffee, and it'd be really cool if it made nice coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, agree, I, I agree with that. Okay. Is that like a Chemex? Okay, we'll put it this way, right? <laughs> it, it'll make uh, coffee. It'll stabilize temperatures. It'll, you know, you yeah, fresh coffee, proof all this, brew ratios, everything. Okay. Now, this is the thing. Hey, when Uda came over, we turbulent. Were, we were making, we were doing pour over, okay? Yeah. Making pour overs on the bar, right? And this is an interesting question. Now, oh, she was saying, oh, this is great. It's very interactive. The customers get to see what you're doing. They understand the ratios between water and coffee and all this and temperatures, all those things. Brilliant. They get it. You can do this at home. Brilliant. Very interactive. So then she says, oh, you must really enjoy it. I said, yeah, but eventually I'd like to get a, a FETCO brewer uh, so I can do it. You know, but people see no worse than in filter coffee in Ireland. So we're introducing it to them. And then when they value it, then we'll do it in FETCO. And she was like, why do you want a Fetco? I said, well, then we can do it in larger numbers. And she was like, well, we have Fetcos and we're trying to do it the other way. So we want to get down to do it hand pours. And like, I was aiming to do it their way. They were doing it. Because you know, it, it, it kind of made me think, it's like, do I want to actually have a Fetco or do I want to still engage my customers more, you know? What's a Fetco? It's, uh, oh, it's, it's like it's, one you know, of these. Like, yeah, the, the, the machine we haven't talked about. Oh, the filter brick. Oh, okay, yeah, so like, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'd look, I'd, do you know what? We drink more of that in here with all of the toys that we have. We drink more from that I think because we can take the flask through to the roastery, roast coffee, and we've got an hour's worth of coffee. The the pour over. Well, I, I used to use pour over um, ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. And um, we um, you we used pour over. No, I didn't. <laughs> Bob did. Um, pour over is a, is an anagram of the word glue. No, it's not. Um, it we used to, no. We had the cones on top of the cups. And um, we'd make it individual for each customer. And that was because we have different coffees, so many different coffees, and anybody could choose whichever coffee they wanted. For those who don't know, this Willem used to work at Monmouth. Yeah. That's where, That's where we used to have, no one would know that. Yeah. So we used to have, uh, we used to serve the, um, the cones on top of the cups. Cool. Um, down at Monmouth Street before we opened the, the market site. God, that's repeating on me. Isn't that's it? a bit hot. It's a bit dangerous, um, isn't it? And, and yeah, but we, we, you started, we were using the cones because um, we could make different coffees for people. Yeah. So it wasn't just one yeah. coffee. Yeah. They could have any coffee that we had for sale yeah. in the shop. That was the purpose. Um, we did have a, um, a vac pot that we, we, we did put a big cone on. Yeah. And uh, that was kept on the bar for sort of half an hour and then yeah. chucked. We make a big... And how did, like, if you were, you got like 10 minutes off, would you have one? Would you make yourself a pour over or would you just take it from the big one? Um, we'd like, make it from your, the... What would your preference be? Well, we... Uh, it's from the... It was from the... The big one? 
No, it was from the the poor over. The poor over. Yeah, but it's interesting. But it's going to. I'd I'd be. It puts be, more value in it, I think, if you're doing it yourself. It's more engaging because that's what that's it's again. It's half your job is is. People. But if people are in a theater. rush, theater again. It's theater, but if people are they're on the way to work, they want some brew coffee. This this gonna be a rush. You're gonna use it up in half an hour. Bang! Out it goes. Because that's the other thing that worries me is like there's so much more if you don't have that kind of big brewer in a lot of places. Now you guys are different, but let's get to like normal coffee shops and no, you say I'd like a, I'd like a black coffee. Yeah. Yeah. You will get an americano. And I saw somebody tweet this morning actually saying I asked for a filter coffee, not an americano. You know, and it's that whole kind of like I I think those bulk brewers really have their place. And I think it can. Especially if we're, we're talking about altering the amount of turbulence. Um, and I think as long as you turn it and over and all of those things and you can get one, like the, the um, on the Marco ones, you've got the pre-wet and stuff. Yeah. Which is just, you've got all of that control. Yeah, but my problem with these, okay, I, I think they do make great coffee. They definitely do. They make brilliant coffee. But in Ireland, people don't put value in filter coffee. They think it's something yeah. rubbish that you get in canteens and hospitals and it's just nasty, right? So if I have the thing in front of them they it's a bit more engaging and they see they see what we're doing and all that and they get a bit more interested okay but if i say to them okay filter coffee is two euros three or four whatever it is okay and i say it's really good comes from a single estate farm blah 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 blah, blah. it's hand it's nice and fresh we could no listen listen and then i say okay we do well and they go okay and i go okay well that case and it's only two euros three euros they go grand and then i turn around and go shh there you go no, I don't, but I don't, I don't think it fits off. your shop. I think you're right in saying what, what Uda says about it. in your shop. But you should be doing. You should be having an Uber that does that. Yeah, but yeah, you, you should be making an Uber of it. You know. Yeah. But what I'm saying that's is what that I said to you earlier. That that should really be the centerpiece of your shop. I think people need. I don't think it'll ever catch on in Ireland in the, until, oyster until people like me start doing it that way. You know. Because there's a gap there, yeah. people don't see any value in it. So I think that will work eventually, yeah. but we need to do it this way. I, I, I don't think, I think you're do right. You know I mean? yeah. We've done a circle, but I actually don't think it's right for your shop. Oh no, it's not. Right. It's not at all. You, you should never kind of go in that ball yeah. brew. But I think there are situations yeah. where that is perfectly acceptable yeah. with good coffee. But those places won't take off until people realise if you, if you were doing like a train station. But if you were doing a train station, yeah, and you could do great coffee in that. Sh- I'd say, yeah, do it. Because yeah, you're going to sell filter yeah. coffee and you're not going to, mm. you know, you're going to get people that want that. Yeah, but you need the customers to believe you. But you need the right place. Yeah, they feel ripped off, you know, and you need them to believe you. Do they? Stuff. It's two euro a lot for that. But I'd, I've been at train but, stations where I've paid two pound fifty. No, no, no. You see, that is like you're missing really what, saying, yeah, what I'm two saying. Euros for two what I'm saying is that Irish people have, have tried airport. that coffee and it's been crap. And they think all filter coffee is like that. Yeah. And we need to show them that it can be good and then they'll go for it. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But uh, the I whole quality happen, needs no. to improve, though, no, doesn't definitely. it? Across. across the board. It's the, and the interaction. Yeah, so that's it. It is, it's half the job. It's more than half the job. Definitely. Definitely. I, 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 I think filter coffee, and I know that, um, I mean, I've been banging on about filter coffee for ages, but I think it is the most exciting part of coffee at the moment. There's more happening, yeah. and more people getting excited by it than they are espresso. I think, uh, I think that's great because it readdresses the balance that it has been so espresso focused for so long. And yeah. we all enjoy espresso. Of course we do. I had yeah. some great fun today playing around with no, those you meant to say I've had some great coffee today. Not great fun. You're right. I'm just... <laughs> I've had, I've had... <laughs> um, um, but yeah, you're right. The, the interaction with the customer, and then, but how, it has to be specific to the place. And I'm sure um, when somebody decides to open a shop in London that has no espresso machine and um, 
they they're just doing different brewing methods and if if that takes off they there'll be a lot of interaction with the customer but that's coming i can see i'm sure that's coming somebody's i mean somebody will do grindsmith have you heard about those guys in oh manchester? in manchester i have only heard about i haven't them, been I, I, i've got to get myself yet. up there one weekend but I loved, have you heard about them? Mm-hmm. Siphon only the brewing. Siphon only bar. I don't like siphon. I've never had a great siphon. You're weird. Mm. No, I've had, I've had good but ones. But I'm, I'm sure, I'm really sure any shop that does You've this. never had a good A great one. I've had like, kind of, yeah, You've never nice. had a great siphon. Never. If you sent me to a desert island tomorrow and said I can only take one brewing method with me. In fact, yeah, go on. What would your brewing method be? One brewing method to a desert island. Oh, I'd break everything, so I'd have to take the Aeropress. <laughs> good call. Aeropress is good. Carl? Um, one. One. Only one. Uh, I think... Actually, I read oh. an article that you'd probably take some instant in a kettle. And I see an article in the Irish Times with you with lots of jars of instant. Independ- independent, yeah. Oh, independent. Yeah, I think if I had to only take one, it would, oh, this isn't fair. Of course it is. I think I would take, if I had one, oh, this is changes every fucking week. Does it? Problem, yeah. Mine doesn't. I, th- I would always take a back pot every yeah. day of the week. Yeah, you'd run out of gas, be faffy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, um, I'd have a fire that would go on. Awesome, I'm on in Japan, say new Chemex. Chemex? Wow. Big call. I get bored of Chemex. I love Chemex. But you know why I'm saying that? It's because I just, it's so hard to do pour over and make espresso at the same time. And then I discovered that if I put the chem, if I use the Chemex instead of the V60s on the drip thing, I can put the whole Chemex on the, on the, on the scales and I don't have to weigh the water and I can just weigh the whole thing together. So it's made me fall in love with the Chemex. So I'm probably looking at it through rose tinted glass. So your laziness has made you fall in love with the Chemex. Yes. <laughs> Yes, well, it's not really my laziness, it's more my customer's aggression. Because the other thing for me is if I was on a desert island, I'd have time to really spend on that, that pot as well. So when I was making a brew, I would have all of that time to be spending. I don't know where my coffee supply would come from, though. Yeah. It'd have to be a desert island with a coffee plantation and a roaster. <laughs> and a grinder. <laughs> now you can use stones for that. You have time. If someone knows a better way, I'd like to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think maybe... <laughs> but everybody I've ever asked that question to, and I do ask it quite. You know, if you, nobody ever says espresso. As well, much as we love espresso, thing, right? and the whole reason that I know you two is because of espresso, yeah. and that, you know, and we were all involved in that. That I mean, whole I mean, culture is massive. But you see, when you say brewing methods, people always think filter. Do they? Yeah. But I, I just think espresso is just one facet that doesn't fulfil me completely. I enjoy it for what it is. We have had some good shots today. We've been playing, but some of the best coffees I've ever had have been brewed. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, it's it's like, it's a whole new world to a lot of people. Okay, and it's easier to make progress in a, in a in a new area than it is in one that you've been trying to do for ten yeah. years. You know what I mean? You're like you do this for ten years. It's wrecking your I head. I still don't you're understand to, it. You're, to, you're getting really close, and all of a sudden, there's this thing you know very little about. It's like. Oh, it's easy. You go for a walk and it pick up information every day and get better and better. And that feels really great. It's really rewarding. And espresso is difficult. And it's harder to make huge bounds in espresso. Yeah. So mm. it's your natural instinct to say, oh, I'll go play with the one that I can get nice rewarding feelings out of. It's like, oh, you're making bounds. You know what I mean? 
So I think it'll come full circle, you know, people will get very finicky about their filter. Do you know what I think it is though as well as I think is I like people to make me espresso and I like to make my filter. That's right. I like people to make me an espresso because it's faffy and it's it's but it's like it's quick, it's that hit, you know, and I love people to make me an espresso, but I wouldn't necessarily kind of go you know, I'd rather I'd get making a Chemex or making an Aeropress. I love doing it. This is what I always do in the shop, is that you haven't got to talk in ages. No, it's good. The, <laughs> when I come into work, when I'm like, uh, someone else has opened up in the morning, I come in, and I always like come in like 15 minutes early, sit down and have a coffee, because it's always been my want to have a coffee shop in Dublin where I could go and have a decent coffee and sit there. And for like those 10 minutes, I'm just a customer in a coffee shop in Dublin. It's the, it's, that's the, um, the beauty of working in a coffee place is arriving early before work, setting it all up, then sitting down. There is and just no. Do you know the one, the, the only thing I Wonderful. ever loved about my shop, the only one thing was on a Sunday we were closed. On a Sunday, I would go and fetch the paper, I would walk down to the shop, I'd put the espresso machine on, I'd sit in the bar area at the window, read the paper. By the time I got to the end of the sport, the machine was warm. Put myself a shot and a cappuccino, sit there, drink the shot, have the cappuccino, reading the paper with nobody in there. And it was the perfect place. Just you and Calvin. And then, all of a sudden, somebody, somebody would come and go, You open? <laughs> no! <laughs> but it was that, was, that was the perfect place for me, just sitting there with the paper, nobody bothering me and having a great coffee. Yeah. And I, I do come up here a lot on a Sunday. I'll come up on a Sunday morning, and it's not quite the same. It's not quite the same because it's a bit bigger and cold, cold, cold. Yeah, full bodies. Yeah, dead bodies everywhere. <laughs> We've got twenty-six new ones coming tomorrow. Nice. <laughs> Direct trade. <laughs> I'm not even drinking. I should watch myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's great. I love trade. My... I'm I'm just looking at it now. Should I know. Try, um, I've got to bring up to Jason, uh, J- Jason, if you're watching. Jason runs Hollands and Bray. It's an off-license. It's a incredible off-license. The best beers ever. You're going to love it. He's been giving me lots of free beer. Just brings it into the shop. Goes, there you go. Have this, have this, have this. I've got a mountain of really expensive beer in the house that I can't drink. I'm like, oh. Will that be there when we come? <laughs> yeah. We've got no, some, it won't be there when we go. <laughs> probably this Belgian one. It's like aged for eight years or something ridiculous like that. I can't remember. It's like some Grand Reserve stuff. You see, I've been doing all that weird brew dog stuff. Mm. Uh, did the uh, Sink the Bismarck, which was <laughs> revolting. I think they're better marketers than they are beer makers. No, no, I disagree. No, I disagree. Their I punk know. IPA yeah. is fantastic. But really? the, the bottle and what a ridiculous name, Punk IPA. Yeah. I, Trashy blonde, brilliant, terrible name, great beer. <laughs> so their their normal stuff is beer. great. It's their gimmicky stuff that's. Tokyo? The Tokyo was great. That was a te- uh, oak age stout. 10%, lovely, really good. The, um, oh, I've got to try and say it now, Tacti. Tactical Nuclear Penguin. That's the one. Get in. That, that was the, the, the first strong beer they did, which was 33%. That's, that's just a no, basic no, that no, yeah, no, but that was really tasty. That's like the eight euros. I couldn't something. drink it all. <laughs> I couldn't drink it all, but it was really tasty. Drank that New Year's Eve, and that was nice. It was a nice, kind it was of, a nice but the, the 41% was just too strong. Just, it, was, it was like somebody had got a really, really strong tenant super beer and then dropped a whiskey in it as a bomb and just, oh. Mm. I, woke, I woke up two hours later. I was sitting on the sofa. I was on the barge and I was sat there and I 
woke up two hours later, just like, <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> where, where? Dressed as George Michael. <laughs> <laughs> naked. With tutu on. <laughs> naked with lipstick all over. <laughs> But no, that, that, it's a Thursday. <laughs> but I do like those. Uh, mm. I do like brew dog for, for their some, normal stuff. We've got some porterhouse um, oyster stout for you. I've had it. It's lovely. It's good. Really good. Tried that? No. That's good. Really good. But this is nice. Yeah, it's not bad yeah. at all, is it? So is this at all? Pizza. So, anything else that we've missed? I've got nothing to say. Dirty Cup are coming back, apparently they're going Dirty to do the Tampa Cup. review at some point. Oh, this Tampa review that we've been waiting for so long. We're all going to Anaheim as well, aren't we? Are yeah, we going to Anaheim? High five, everyone. High five, Steve. Oh. Are you not going? I'm not going to go down. Hey! Here we I can buy tickets. USA. USA. And I can get a gig as well, you know. Should I be. have been invited. But it's not the greatest paying gig, not like you barista hoes. No, no, okay, no. We're so putting a beer money or something, maybe. Yeah? Yeah, beer money. We get to see flights, accommodation. $8 for me, I think. I'm a cheap date. Yeah. Right. So, why are you going to Anaheim and when is it? Um, We're going to see Ben Kaminsky and Jenny, who will be making coffees uh, at the symposium. They'll be making coffees in this sort of break. Symp- yeah. So we're going, we're, going, we're going to tell out to them and yeah. have some coffee. Nice. And what's the USBC? And when, what's the when USBC? Is it? Did you see Chris Bucket in the USB in the it's Western Regionals? April 18, 15, 16, 17, 18, I think. Like that. Did you see Chris Bucket? Yes, where he brought two people up. Best opening ever to a Bristol competition. Walks up and does, I love Bristol competitions. <laughs> and then just waltz off into it. Brings up two audience any. members, sat them down and served four judges, like four espressos, and then the two audience members, two espressos, and four cappuccinos, two cappuccinos. Amazing, really brilliant. Kudos. <laughs> no, I couldn't see it. Kudos. I couldn't, see, I couldn't get Can the we streaming. Not use the word kudos. We didn't say kudos. He Can said kudos. Oh, that's just. You two are so drunk. So yeah, no, I did think that was very good. Did you watch any of the other streaming or? Um, I tried to dip in and out. I saw Devin Peaty and I saw... Who was he, Mike? I did. Oh, Mike. I missed Brilliant. Mike. Brilliant. You know he was really technical last year? Yeah. Doubly technical. Did three processes and Intelli guy using an actual coffee. You won't see that too. <gasps> Seriously, natural pup, natural washed. That's been done. Not by Intelli guys. No, it's been done by me though. I've had Wahana espresso for ages. But, uh, so yeah. old-fashioned. Like, it takes like, them a while to catch up. Changed, yeah, yeah. changed his hopper over, you know, changed the grind. Two hoppers, no, oh, three hoppers, two grinders. Changing the grind, you know, fucking turning the machine on his head, you know, like, just all sorts of crazy Really stuff. quick. Like, sitting there watching, I was watching with, with Yvonne, and she was like, what's he doing? I was like, no idea, brilliant! <laughs> Love it. it. It makes me feel like I've got so I, I, I'd heard that Mike wasn't competing again. And then all of a sudden, when I heard he was, I was like, "Yay!" No, no. What you heard, what you heard was that Mike is Mike is doing it again. There's no competition. Ah, oh, that's it. what it was. Brilliant, amazing, really, really great. And he won as well. Did he win the Great Lakes Regional? Yeah, I like Mike. Brilliant. Yeah, he's a nice guy. He's a proper nice guy. Crap spoons yeah. though. 
<laughs> Me and him have got spoon war going on. <laughs> spoon war. Uh, I'm a bit dodgy. <laughs> Don't smile, you're sharing a room with me. <laughs> Tonight. <laughs> he was the one that suggested getting all the beers, and he didn't want to drink. <laughs> it's a good taste. Yeah, yeah. Feel a bit sleepy. Mm. Are you? Drink up, boys. <laughs> Daddy's medicine. <laughs> is, this, is this what always happens? This is what always happens. Actually, no, but we are working towards making it like this a lot more. Yeah. Just <laughs> have we, right, have we got anything have else got anything that we really want to talk about? Oh, no. Um, we talked about sacks earlier, but I don't think that'll be very interesting. Nah. <sighs> and it was interesting to us, but yeah, but not to anybody. No, no. And then <laughs> I can't stand this silence. No. Should we wrap it up? Yeah. Let's wrap it up. It's the we... best way. It yeah. is. So, um, oh, yeah, before we do go, what did you think of your closing titles on the last one? <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, I've encouraged. Um, people not to watch it <laughs> and it worked <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. No, I, I, that took me like all oh, five minutes to do <laughs> but the song took me about three hours well, you abandoned me I didn't abandon I was, you I was chatting away and then next thing I knew I was all by myself I came back and you'd stop recording this is what happens when I walk away <laughs> you start talking about faucets and clicking in pipes and stuff you do you do yeah. Um, and on that note, Mr. Gordon no, no. Davis, thank you very, very much for coming on again. Thank you. Our favourite guest. Well, thank you. I, I, I happen to be in the area. <laughs> Why was that? <laughs> I've done that one. Um, no, thank you very much for watching. We promise to make uh, at least another one of these. <laughs> yes. Uh, Are we getting to the end? I don't think so. No? Maybe we need to refine sure? them a little bit more. But... Maybe a bit more thought. Yeah. And structure. Structure. Well, I'll do them for as long as you want to. So whenever it finishes, it's his fault. It's always fun. Yeah. No, I enjoy them. I think it's good. And it's always uh, nice to get the nice feedback. So feedback would be good. Be like yes. But yeah, let's go. God. Okay. Nagging question, I posed it to me dad I'm losing sleep at night, it's driving me half mad Is it just the latest craze, a hip new fashion fad? If coffee smells so good, why does it taste so bad? C-O-F-F-E-E -E. I think I'd rather drink iced tea C-O-F-F-E-E -E. Why in the world do we drink coffee? Oh, why in the world do, do we, we drink, drink coffee? I've got this nagging question, I posed it to me mum. It's all I think about, it's making me look dumb. I asked my Uncle Clancy, I asked his brother Chad If coffee smells so good, why does it taste so bad? C-O-F-F-E-E -E. I think I'd rather drink me tea C-O-F-F-E-E 
E E Why in the world do we drink coffee? Oh, why in the world do we drink coffee? If coffee smells so good, then you think it would taste so good to me, not black and acetate. Coffee smells so fine, but tastes like turpentine. It makes me want to yell, cause I really like the smell. smell. I've got this nagging question, I'll pose it to you now. I'll put it to you plainly, only way that I know how. Does it make good sense to you? Enlighten me just a tad. If coffee smells so good, why does it taste so bad? C-O-F-F-E-E I think I'd rather drink me tea. C-O-F-F-E-E Why in the world do we drink coffee? Oh, why in the world do we drink coffee?